Hey everybody, welcome to episode 14 of 90s A New. I am Studio and we have my co-host in the building. Tino, we are back with it this week, y'all. Hope everyone is having an amazing day. The weather's getting warm. How you doing today, Studio? It's good to be back. I am doing excellent. Welcome, welcome back. We missed you last week. We held it down Thank here, you. but we definitely missed you last week. Glad to have you back. It was no shoe corner. I mean, you know. <laughs> Man, I... I was partying last week, man. I wanted to hop on, but you know, I ain't want to hop on the live in the party, you know. And, I, you know, I too much you. music going around. Yeah, too much. I, yeah, I, I understand. Know. I understand. I got you. I told him you was, you know, you was out there partying. So oh, yeah. we glad to have you yeah. back for sure this week. Definitely glad that the weather is getting just a little bit warmer. That's always a plus. It is. Sure. It is. It is. I don't know about a little bit. I don't know about a little bit because if you're down here in Michigan, we had a pretty bad three weeks. Three, three weeks to a month. It was. Whew. A Woke bit up, rough. Got to work. It's like fifteen. It's bad. Yeah. Thirties, forties. I want to say it's it's cool. Sun's out. Yeah, I was going to say, we we were close to touching 50, and yeah, for anybody who doesn't live here in Michigan, we did have a stretch where I was just looking for us to get back to the 30s. I'm like, can we just get back to the 30s, and I'll, <laughs> I'll feel better. So, yeah, definitely super excited about us heading towards spring. I don't know when spring officially starts, um, but I am excited about spring. It's probably getting close. But you are now tuned in to 90s Anew. We thank you for joining us. We talking all about... 90s tv we've been talking about different world and family matters you know what the crazy thing is tino What's that? i was you you'll change something really simple and your mind can do funny things i was sitting here while we were playing the countdown and you know mm -hmm. i was playing with some stuff in the ecam program then all of a sudden I, I went out and went back in i was like wait a minute what am i doing i almost forgot we were about to be live live in like 30, <laughs> 30 seconds and i had to come back like oh wait we're about to do a live stream <laughs> <laughs> Let me not get up and walk away and go get a snack real fast. So. Right, 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 right. I almost did that too. You trying to bust me out. I told Tino I, I had considered going to get some Sour Patch Kids, but then I started getting a lot of text messages and things like that. And I figured, you know, it wouldn't be the best thing because it was close to time for us to get on and test and figure, you know, leaving to go get a snack midstream probably wouldn't be the best. Yeah, see, see you a good one, Studio, because I would have I would have just got up and go get my Starburst or Sour Patches, whatever. <laughs> I would have just been talking to y'all on the road if I was I'm late. Like, just... Tino, what <laughs> kind of mess is this? Where are you? On the, on the, <laughs> getting snacks. Just, just know, if you want to go next time, I'll hold down the fort. Just know when I want to do the same thing, you got to hold down the fort as well. So. I just need you to remember that I didn't go. That's what I need you to take <laughs> away from this. So when your heart think thinks taking... about it next time, that's, I hear what you're, you're taking in your mind. I think I need I'm you taking to not, the thought out. I need you to action, not take the, it. The actual action. This is what I want you to not take right now, okay? Hear me when I say I didn't go. So next time mm. your mind tells you, oh, yeah, I remember we talked about it. Got you. Remember this part of it. <laughs> uh-huh. I got you. Yep. <laughs> but anyhow, guys, thank you once again for joining us. We appreciate when you join us every week. So let's jump in to talking about some TV. Tino, you ready? I'm ready, yeah. Let's get right, it. Cool. Let's get it with different worlds. So we have different world. We are in season two. This week we're talking about episodes eleven and episode twelve. Episode eleven, we'll start with that. Was called It Happened. Real quick. One That's night. kinda messed up that you just gonna 
change the show from what oh, I already I got even, up. I didn't but, even look. But, I'm sorry. But it's cool. I'll go ahead and switch it over. But I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't even look. I saw the shoes in the background. Then I was uh -huh. thinking about next week how you might try to reroute us and i'm gonna be looking to click <laughs> on your camera and you're gonna be at you know quality dairy or you're gonna be somewhere else that's where my <laughs> mind was i'm sorry i didn't even look in the background mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm gonna mm -hmm. look next I week you. i'm sorry i'm gonna look next week so since i already you know ran down this trail i guess <laughs> Let's continue, uh, I guess, with Different World Season 2. Episode 11 was entitled, It Happened One Night. And this was a little bit of a continuation. Tino, I know you weren't here last week, but from last week, uh, Kim and Robert, last week's episode, they had the scarf on the door episodes, and then Whitley and... Um, <laughs> Kim got, you know, into it a little bit because Whitley was trying to get in the room. But Kim with Robert, sookie sookie, they always had the scarf on the door, but they worked that out. But as we see in this week's episode, <laughs> they didn't work it out all the way because this was basically, it opened up the episode for anybody who didn't see it. It opened up the ladies are on the couch gossiping about some probably fake famous person and they situation. And then Kim over in the corner, apparently Kim and Robert had a fight, but she don't want to talk about it too much. Yeah, she she was over there quiet. You know, uh, it was weird because I didn't expect I didn't see the last episode, so I didn't expect okay. what she said when she finally got to it. I was like, oh, oh okay, so oh yes, that, I'm just thinking they got in this, yeah, I'm just thinking they got in this like argument because she's okay. acting like a little kid. I'm not talking to him, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, if you hadn't seen something. okay, so it's, if you hadn't seen last week, that's that's a big jump. Yeah, that is that would be yeah. a big jump because before that, Robert wasn't in the episodes a whole lot i don't think right i, think I mean saw his him name once yeah, i think i saw him once and then yeah his name a few times so yeah that that would be a big jump um if you didn't see last week so yeah they pretty much so for anybody who didn't see last week's and for tino too yeah so the it kind of started off i'll go real quick they're playing a game in the room her and robert all lovey-dovey like oh give them the points let them win they in super lovey land then willie come in one day and they you know oh they supposed to be studying they doing other stuff and so they decided to put a scarf on the door so willie doesn't come in Anytime the other person has company over. So that's, they built it up starting last week with uh, her and Robert starting to, right. you know, go down this path. But it turns out in one week, but in sitcom land, I'm sure it was way longer. <laughs> they progress, as Tino said, and we find out why Kim don't want to talk to Robert. Again, old technology, payphone. First of all, he's calling nonstop on the payphone and they all use that same phone. Well, no, he called uh, Whitney's room. Whit uh, Whitney's. She, he called Whitley's room, too. So she got her own phone. phone Whitley number. has her own phone. Whitley's rich. You notice, don't nobody else have their own phone. That's true. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> TC, what's good? Thank you for joining us. She woke up on TC. time to catch us on the live. Woo -woo -woo. Shout out Look to TC. That. We appreciate you. We know it's a stretch for you to get on here with us, so we appreciate any time you join us. Um, But yeah, so Whitley, you know, Whitley's rich, so she the only one got her own phone. But now that you mentioned that, Robert was calling on Whitley's phone for Kim because they stopped answering. Letty told him to stop right, calling. Yeah on the other phone but at the time nobody yeah, he, knew yeah uh, yeah that's true it. no one knew that it was also cool that no one knew and they all stuck up for us too they did they did they were absolutely sticking up for her but at the same time letty like can you tell me why and i agree tc said whitley that describes her rich bougie 
that's Whitley Gilbert. <laughs> true that, true that, true that. <laughs> but um, Letty's like, can you tell me why? You know, I'm going to stick up for you and all, but can you tell me why I'm sticking up for you? She don't want to talk about it because, you know, don't nobody, she don't want to tell nobody that she might be pregnant, but eventually, who got it out of her? Whitley? Yeah, Whitley, because she shut the door. And then, uh, yeah, was it? Yeah, it, it was Whitley. They, 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 she shut the door and they had one-on-one. Oh, yeah. And Because uh, <laughs> she was like, I can't, what you say? Because <laughs> she finished that oh, sentence. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were talking and Whitley was going on and on. She's like, oh, if it's this and this and this, we can do this or the yada, yada, yada. She, what did you say? Say what now? <laughs> that was she might be. She might be what? But yeah, so she thought she might be pregnant. And what was funny is Whitley started flipping out more than Kim because Kim wasn't. She went to health services and wasn't going to find out to the next day whether or not she was pregnant. Whitley was super freaking out. That was hilarious. She's like, I can't wait that long. And uh She was kinda, though. Whitley Whitley was tripping. <laughs> she was. It was it was hilarious. Freddie came in. So Freddie came in trying to encourage Tino. I see you shaking your head. Freddie still ain't doing it for you. <laughs> she, she made me laugh. Uh she made me laugh this episode. She, I ain't gonna lie, she did. She did. When she, when she, when she what you were just about to talk about, how Fred came in and they kind of pushed her out. <laughs> and, uh, she was asking, uh, she they were going out somewhere. She's like, "Oh, do you guys want to go bowling or to the movies, whatever it was?" And Whitley was just like, "No, get out, yada yada yada." She was like, "How about this? Take my keys and go." Freddie was like, "Okay." On on her way out, she just runs into the wall <laughs> after someone just gave you her keys. It's like, all right, so you can't even walk. And I'm just funny. See, I gave it to her. She was funny, though. Yeah, she she was. That just shows you what, you know, what was going through Whitley's mind that she didn't even care to give her car up. Yeah. And then the thing was, they didn't even show us to the end that it was a Mercedes. I was going to say, then we didn't, we found out the end. It was a freaking Benz. I'm like, yo. And then she thought about it right after the fact, like, I just gave Freddie my keys to my Mercedes. Like, mm hmm. But like Tino yeah. says, everybody was being a really good friend to Kim. She just trying to get Freddie out so that, you know, because nobody knew at that point besides Whitley, Kim, Whitley and Kim, I think, and Robert, obviously, yeah, because they had had a too, fight. Yeah. So that's the other thing they weren't telling that, you know, Robert had basically said, hey, can you just get rid of the baby? And then that's why they had the big blowout fight. Because I'm like, why don't she want to talk to him at all? We really got to talk. If we in that situation... I'm like, uh-uh. right. we got to talk, talk. <laughs> we, we, and then we did find out later in the episode that he didn't mean it. It was just his first reaction. Yeah. But and then he's yeah. like, let's get married. <laughs> let's go get married right now. Let's go to the justice of the peace and get married right now. She's like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> slow it down. So, yeah, we kind of walk through that. Then they flip it over. So we see Kim's side with Whitley. And then they kind of flip it to where we see Robert's side yeah. with Walter Oates and his, what was it? The Walter Oates date pack. Yep. Yeah, I think Oates it was the Walter Oates date pack. <laughs> that made me laugh too. <laughs> Nobody using the Walter Oates date pack. He said he gave all, cool. he gave them all a talk and gave them all the Walter Oates date pack. Apparently Robert and Kim did not use the Walter Oates date pack. We can all guess what was in the date pack. At first, I thought they were saying eight pack, but they were saying date pack. But apparently, (laughs) 
they didn't they didn't use said things and Kim's wondering if she's pregnant. Y'all fill in the lines. It's a family show. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all fill in all the lines, but that was funny. So he kinda holds a little Robert hostage at the pool table because he like, you ain't about to go bother Kim if she don't want to be bothered. You just gonna stay here with us until uh Dwayne Wayne rescues him as Dwayne Wayne does. And they still haven't learned from season one to not climb into windows because they're still climbing into windows to solve things. Seems like that's like a common theme that they always do. And they seem to always get caught, but that doesn't, that doesn't affect them. They do. They do seem to get caught. Um, But this time they did a little bit better job. Cause was that the, I'm trying to remember sometimes I merge episodes together. I'm like, is this the one where Letty was going down the hallway? And then Jaleesa was was like, like I just fell out the bed. She wasn't the best investigator, obviously, because they just went and did the freeze. I'm like, y'all are not good hiders. Can somebody hide? Maybe, maybe they couldn't fit under the bed or in the closet. Yeah, if you saw, like, Dwayne went to go lay on uh, Freddie's bed, and Freddie laid on him like a pillow. I'm like, <laughs> can you at least get under the cover a little? Right. It's like, like... Uh, but Letty's like freaking Batman because I thought her room was downstairs for one. Yeah, I'm like, is your room over <laughs> there? Or maybe she was just or doing unders, hall is checks. Is that why she heard the thump? Or... Maybe she was just doing hall checks and kind of walking through, you know, maybe. to make sure everybody was good for the night. I have a feeling they yeah. moved that where uh, in the first season where, what was the first lady's name? I forgot her name, but where her room used to be. Because I, I think it was supposed to be under Whitley's room. In the first season, the resident assistant or whatever they're called, I think her room mm. was right under Whitley's. Because remember when Dwayne Wayne climbed out and he got caught the first time? The oh, resident yeah, director's yeah, room was that. right under Whitley's room in that season. But maybe they moved it since then. Or like I said, maybe she was doing hall check. Um, but yeah, like TC said, Letty was always catching them. What was so funny is... She was. The end part with Letty... So, all right, so for anybody who didn't watch it, it kind of unfolds like this. So Dwayne and Robert go over, you know, to see Kim. They have a talk, da-da-da-da-da. The next day, so you got to think they're waiting to get the results from student health. The next day, Kim gets results that she's not pregnant, that everything's all good. She's talking to Jaleesa down in the foyer or that main little lobby place they always show. Letty is around the little corner. They don't see her. But that's where she done figured out, oh, this what y'all hiding. Kim might have been pregnant. And she goes up to her room where Kim's rejoicing is a little short-lived. Because Letty was like, I'm about to go in on you. And the funniest part was where she yelled, teenager. So, like, I thought she was about to smack her or something. Like, she, like. I don't know if you call that good acting or if she had a bad day on the set when she was filming, but she was like, like, she went crazy for a second. She played that part. I was like, dang. And off the top of my head right now, I can't remember if they put laugh tracks in this show, but even when she shouts teenager, it's so such a random thing to shout and say, like, everybody laughed. (laughs) Because it's a serious moment, but it's like... I don't know how that particular thing came to her mind. Like, yeah, because she walked up. It went from, uh, she walked in, she was like, oh, yeah, uh, it sounds like you got lucky. Yeah. Not, uh, what is she, I think she said she had good news or something. She was like, no, it sounds like you just got lucky, not oh, being yeah, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she says, don't worry, I'm not going to lecture you. And then takes like three steps. All, she's calm, like three steps. 
and she just yells in the mic, teenagers. I'm like, whoa, okay, <laughs> someone's having a bad day. Yeah, that was so like, funny. <laughs> then she's like, sorry, I did shouldn't have yelled. And I'm thinking they're about to have this heart to heart. You know how you always have at the end of centcoms, the heart to heart one on one. Oh, happy ending. She was just like, then she then she was just like, yeah. Next time you ain't gonna have to worry about your mom because you're gonna have to see me first. And Letty she just walks off. Playing. I was scared like, of Lady. Oh, she's for no games, I guess, at all. Like you said, it was a very rich. She played that part for sure because I was afraid yeah. of Letty and I didn't even do anything. And I was at home like, oh, she mad, mad. <laughs> so that she was though. That was funny. It had a balance of humor, but yet it felt very serious at the same time. So I thought that was cool how they played that. Another thing that was interesting, I, it's always funny to me. You find this a lot in TV and in real life when people be really, really shocked when they be pregnant, but they be like doing the stuff that, you know, we all had the little children's lessons about birds and bees, but everybody be really, really shocked when, you know, the things that get you pregnant, you do that stuff and then you actually get pregnant. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to me. I didn't know that. It could happen. Like we Those uh, aren't the consequences. <laughs> what? Like, this is typically, I'm sure sometime in your life you had that bird and bee talk, but maybe you just forgot because you were a little overwhelmed at the moment, but I always find that maybe interesting. What'd you say? Maybe it was the scarf. It just there overwhelmed you go. them. It was the scarf. It was the color of the scarves distracted her or something. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was cool. Did you catch the uh, the the Letty Be Ready? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the rest of it? Letty Be Ready? Uh, I can't remember. It was something. It might have been the pack. Letty Be Ready pack. Was it the nah, Letty she, It was long. It was like Letty Be Ready something something pack. I forgot. It, it was, was funny. Yeah, it was funny, whatever it was. It was something real similar to that. I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was something like the Letty Be Ready. I was like, Letty Be On It. Like TC said, what makes it so funny is she always so calm, but you knew she didn't play. Yeah, because Tino, like you said, she went she went calm. She went from 1 to 1,000, uh, then right back to say. 1. <laughs> Just like that. Like She did. And it was the the... Say it close to the mic. The Letty Be Ready date pack. There oh, the Letty Be Ready date pack. The Letty See, Be we, Ready we, date we, pack. And then you had the Water Oaks date pack. Date pack? Yeah, she yeah. put a little spin. She put a little spin on it. She put a little extra spin on it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was Robert's solution to get married. Kim is like, I ain't trying to get married. But turns out in the end, she wasn't pregnant in the first place. And I'm pretty sure she got the lesson, you know, from Letty. So they'd be good going forward because... Ain't yeah, carry them packs with you. <laughs> the date packs. Oh, and then Jalisa, so you start to see a little more insight to the character. They did, they started to have a heart to heart where Dwayne oh, Wayne yeah. was feeling super uncomfortable in the room. They started sharing all the ladies' stuff. And Jalisa did share that she had had a miscarriage. Because uh, she, I think she had gotten pregnant after she, right after she got divorced or was pregnant and found out she, she was pregnant after she was divorced, something like that. And she's like, I decided to keep the baby because Whitley, as usual, is like trying to tell everybody off and what to do as usual. But I love that you see the parallels of Whitley. You know, there's a super helpful and nice and loving side. Then there's, you know, like T.C. said, the bougie rich and look down upon you from on high Whitley. You see the parallel of both. But she in there going off as she usually does. And it's like, Jaleesa, you know what you would do. And Jaleesa was like, let me tell you something. Here's something you don't know about my life. So they're starting to show us, you know, a deeper level of the characters. And it turns out Jaleesa had a miscarriage 
which Dwayne Wayne is like, this is too touchy feely for me. Please let me out. This is, I'm in a room yeah, for the women. Yeah, he didn't women. even comment on it. He was like, oh, yeah, can, can I go? Uh, <laughs> this is too much for me. Yeah, so that was pretty funny too. So I thought it was a really good balance of a really serious topic and they had a lot of humor in with it right. at the same time. Yeah, because so. speaking of Whitley, we forgot to mention that uh, Freddie, she crashed her car, all right. Right, that's kind of how they ended just, it, wasn't it? Yeah, just how she ran into that wall, she ran into a truck yeah and a tree yeah and probably a bunch of other things on the way home but uh yeah that's how we found out she had a mercedes benz because she right. just walked in with the grill that yeah, was that, that was had sad. fallen off that made me sad. and whitley she wasn't even mad so that just shows you how <laughs> whitley, whitley i guess she's been nice this episode. whitley has grown in between season one and two she has matured she's a sophomore now she's still got a way to go but she has grown so yeah, Some, yeah. somebody walk in and wreck your mercedes hey she's like fix it and the fact that she trusts trust her to fix it is a whole nother thing but oh yeah <laughs> yeah and to close i guess i'll close out that episode the doctor said she kim was late quote unquote because of stress so de-stress everybody apparently stress can affect a lot of things so lesson in that <laughs> i guess de-stress <laughs> anything else from that episode tino nah that was everything all right, then on to episode 12, I've got the muse in me. And Freddie starred in this one a lot. I thought Freddie was hilarious in this one too. This is another episode that I actually remember from when I watched it the first time. Um, the muse in me is from Freddie is basically awaiting her inspiration to write this paper. And she thinks inspiration is just going to come from, I don't know, floating by or from on high. Um, the restaurant is Say it again, Tino, your mic kind of froze up a little bit. Oh, I said, yeah, she's just chilling at a restaurant. Just, I'm waiting for something to just walk by and blow in the wind and and then I'll draw it. That's Freddie. So that's kind of the background for what's going to happen in the episode. So that's one thing happening. We have a few parallel stories that are happening in this episode. We have that with Freddie needs some yep. inspiration or something to write this paper. We have Walter Oates, who is still trying to impress Jaleesa. He decides to tell her that he can cook a lot very yes. well as a gourmet chef so he's got to come up with something to back up this lie so he's gonna you know get with Letty to try to learn to be a gourmet chef and then as always we've got to have Ron and Dwayne up to some type of folly so that's the other story it turns out Renee's is going out of business Renee's is the rib joint that everybody loves at the college they going out of business Ron of course got to come through on some other stuff as usual uh -huh. Theo, when I saw them ribs, and even right now, you don't know how I'm hungry right now. I haven't ate, and I want some ribs so bad now, man. They, I was so jealous. They're just like in a restaurant with like 50 slabs of ribs just holding them in the sky. Like a yeah, that obstacle. was the funny thing, that they're just walking around with them like we on the Flintstones or something like that. Have you ever seen the Flintstones? I have. Oh, okay. They walking around like the Flintstones or something. The, that brings another story they were running parallel in this episode too. Whitley has made some type of, so this originally must have aired around New Year's. She's made some type of New Year's resolution that she's going to work out and eat healthy. And she's like, I don't want your greasy pizza. I don't want your greasy ribs. I am doing the right thing. You all are doing the wrong thing. Keep your heart disease. So that's the other story that's running. Whitley is not, you know, eating anything unhealthy. You know what just made me think of that, Tino, when you were saying that? That giant plate of ribs that Kim had on her bed 
<laughs> toward the end of the episode where Whitley finally, because at the end, if you didn't see it, Whitley finally breaks down because there is this huge plate stacked with ribs on Kemp, just out. Dang. It ain't in the styrofoam box. It ain't covered in no foil. She just has plate o giant ribs on the bed. Whitley coming there. I think Kim had went and got something to drink or something. Whitley coming there like, oh, I don't need this unhealthy food. She had the she same thought. She went to thought. town, y'all. Yeah, I was about to say she had the same thought. You had to, you know, like. We got <laughs> we got to change the subject because I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding when I say this. I'm hungry right now and I want some ribs so bad. All right, all right. So let's get to the it main. No rib joints near me. No, nah, we, we don't really have a rib joints here where we live at all. But um, so the main thing that happened in the episode, if anybody remembers it or if you saw it, is Freddie. So Ron and Dwayne, you know Ron gonna be on some other stuff. He like, hey, we need to buy out all these ribs because we ain't gonna be able to eat them no more. The place going out of business. Raynaise is going yeah. out of business. They go get the ribs. But Ron being Ron, the liquor store is also going out of business. And this dude done bought up all the liquor on the fire sale, going out of business sale. Yeah, of course, he's going to do that. They're all underage, of course, and they at the college party because if they're sophomores, they're probably, what, 19, maybe 20 at the most. They're all underage. Ready, 17. Yeah, so she's super, wow, she's super underage. She ain't even hit the first milestone of the 18-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even hit the first milestone. So, uh, oh, TC got a couple spots for you, Tino. She said, she go to Saddleback or Smokey Bones. What that sound like to me is TC sponsoring. Oh, okay. She's gonna, she gonna bring you some. Well, I appreciate the plug, but okay. you know, a plate would be that much better. I'll take oh, so that's what you need. So you need not only the suggestion, you need the yeah. plate to go along with the suggestion. Right. Okay, exactly. Well, she, she might yeah. let you know if she's gonna hook you up with that. I wouldn't hold okay. your breath in the meantime, but maybe she'll, you know, come through and. You know, maybe just, maybe we do like 50-50, but I just, eat it all. Just bless you just with some samples, 50-50, and you eat it all. Well, there I think we go. this comment is timely for what you just said then. The wait a minute, exclamation points, LOL. Oh, meaning wait a minute, and you're going to call them, and then no, I, gonna, I, you're going to get it delivered instead of handed. Got you. No, I think that Six means... Feet. that's smart I'm idea. I'm pretty sure that means no. It might mean uh, something else. Hmm. I'm just saying. I think, it, I think that means like... No with emphasis. I don't think it's a regular no. I think that's an emphasis no. But I like your theory, too. I mean, you never know. One day you might What I might surprised. have to do is, uh, remember a few episodes ago, I, t I told you that, sh that Sugar Mama application came to my DM <laughs> on Facebook. I might have to hit her back up and see if she want to buy me some ribs. Then we can talk. You going to hit that Sugar Mama up? Yeah, maybe that's why she, you know, she slid in your DMs. Out. That don't seem like a lot to ask for. If she offered to be like a super sugar mama with the money, ribs don't seem like a lot to ask for. What thing, one thing I can tell you I is need. that sugar mama was not TC because TC said, no, sir, you on your own. So it's pretty safe to say that anonymous sugar mama that slid mm. in your DMs was clearly not TC. So you can narrow mm -hmm. one billion people down by one. Uh. <laughs> oh, TC missed the sugar mama episode. So real quick. Well, let's finish this episode, and then before we go to Family Matters, okay, okay. we'll, uh, so we're going to tell you what the Sugar Mama thing was all about with Tino. <laughs> as soon as we finish this episode, TC said, just hold tight. Just hold tight. It's a real story. Anyhow, so, uh, Ron and Dwayne, they throw this college party. It's a rib party, basically, like Tino said. They're walking around with the ribs. Ron come in with all this alcohol for all these underage people. They decide to spike the punch. You've heard a lot of spike punching 
punch spiking things. I said that backwards. Did they spike my punch? You've heard a lot about that, but Ron and Dwayne decide to empty not like a, you know, a little bottle or two. <laughs> They're like, let's just dump all of them in the punch. Like, you trying to kill these people? Or what's... Yeah, no, that punch wasn't spiked. The alcohol just had a little bit of juice in it. That's there all. you go. That's They spiked right. the alcohol, not the you juice. Right. <laughs> That's perfect. They spiked the alcohol. That's exactly... <laughs> what happened and how we find that out chaser to the bowl that's all (laughs) and how we find that out is because ron as usual is like oh walter's not gonna be through here tonight he out as always you can depend on ron not but they said walter was gonna be out he wasn't gonna be around because you know he trying to i don't know this was a different day but he tried to do his cooking thing with jaleesa but walter comes into the party he obviously knows what's going on. He could probably smell the liquor as soon as he walked in the door. Because as Tino said, you know, they just spiked the liquor with a little bit of punch. He come in, <laughs> light a match, <laughs> throw it in that the was punch bowl. That joke light that on was fire. so smooth. <laughs> that, I ain't gonna lie, that was so smooth. I have never seen that in any episode. I can just think, I just, I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna try that or see it again or something. I don't know. I just hope it's a scenario where I see that again. You're like, oh, what y'all in here doing? Oh, you better not be trying that. <laughs> no, nah, but that was that was pretty sweet. Like he did it real smooth. They like, oh no, ain't nothing going on. We just eating ribs. We just having. He he just walked over there real cool. Like it just, boom. Yeah, they try to make up some excuse. Like oh no, it's it's yada yada. It's cold right now. Oh, he's all like, oh, cool, cool. That's how I like it. Boom, match, <laughs> boom. And then if you caught it, he took the he like yelled at everyone, wrap it up, then took the case of bottles because I guess it was still some left, and he just left. He, he ain't even like. He he didn't watch everyone walk out. He didn't end the party. Because he said, oh, no. Remember, he said, oh, no, stay. Enjoy the party. We're going to deal with this tomorrow or whatever. He said, he told him him to stay. He like, oh, no, because they all all left anyways. But they because they knew they was in trouble. He like, oh, no, don't leave. Stay. Don't run. (laughs) Not in those words, but he actually said something like that because he knew he was going to deal with it later. And he's like, I am of age. I'm going to take this whole box. What I'm thinking, Walter. I guess, saying. yeah, right, rightfully so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, however, Freddie has been drinking the punch all night, and there were a couple leftover bottles that she takes also and continues drinking because she's trying to open her mind, I guess, and write this paper. As Tina always says, Freddie is young, young in the mind, and now Freddie is super drunk. She in the library and is doing drunk. crazy stuff drunk <laughs> like she drunk drunk like i don't yeah. think that was just drunk from drinking too much because she drunk a lot of a bottle like this yeah. like the next day and got drunk again i think she just had a hangover the second day maybe that yeah i think because that 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 when she was in the library i think she just went to the library after the party oh, so then okay, when she okay. had the headache and it was like her room is spinning i believe she just had a headache um, after that, she said Freddie is toe up. She was toe up in the she library was. on the ladder. Dwayne Wayne comes in, finds her. Him and Ron going to try to go dump her off in her room as if Jaleesa ain't the resident advisor. And then Walter had made, we said the other story was Walter was trying to pretend that he could cook. He got a meal made. That was the other funny thing that was happening when they were showing the cooking scene. And then you yeah. had Letty and then uh, Mr. Gaines. Kind of I like that duo. Mr. Gaines is funny. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's funny. hilarious. That's like my first episode seeing him like in a fool. Yeah, he's pretty funny. So they had they back and forth. He finally gets something made, takes it to Jaleesa's house. It just so happens Ron and Dwayne are bringing drunk Freddie back to the room at that moment. And 
that obviously they're busted as usual because they're always busted. And they're like, oh, we just found her in the library. Right. <laughs> so they're busted. She throws up in the, the poor dish that Walter had tried so hard to make and pretend like he could cook uh, with mm. his hot sauce loving self. So she throws up. Oh, is up that what it was? Around his neck, that hot sauce. It was fish. He made fish. No, I was going to say that she threw up in the pan. Yeah, she threw up in his meal. Why was it in the library? No, no, no. So when they, Ron and Dwayne took her back to her room. <laughs> oh, okay. I missed that part. Okay, Jaleesa yeah. and uh, Walter were in the room because he had made her the dinner. And then they were about <laughs> to eat the dinner, theoretically. So then Ron and Dwayne came in with Freddie. Freddie lay on the bed. And she's like, I got to throw up. First thing Jaleesa saw was the pan. <laughs> First thing she saw to grab was the pan. And that's when he was like, no! Because <laughs> he had spent all that time trying to make it, um, trying to cook it. So that was pretty funny. But, yeah, yeah you I had... that might have been for the better. Throwing yeah. up in the dish. <laughs> yeah, because you saw Mr. Gaines and uh, Jaleesa were laughing at him as soon as he left. They wasn't going to hurt no feelings, though. He Letty, Letty Mr. Gaines and Letty. Yeah, <laughs> they were trying so hard. But, uh, yeah, so she resolves to never drink again. Not that she should be drinking because she's 17, as Tino said. Uh, but I think she learned a lesson with the hangover that she had the very next day. And, um, yeah, Ron and Dwayne doing Ron and Dwayne things is pretty much how that ended up. Can you think of anything else uh, from that episode? I know at the end, like you said, that was where Whitley, or like I said, actually, that was where Whitley saw that giant plate of ribs and she bust her New Year's resolution, the healthy eating. She, she was eating them ribs like she had never eaten anything in her life, ever. You got me looking at my drawer, seeing if I got a snack or something. Now. We ain't gonna go back to them ribs because Tino gets sidetracked. Well, you know what we gonna go to before we go to Family Matters? This Sugar Mama story. Tino, Facebook, Sugar Mama, <laughs> tell us about it. All right, see so y'all. So real quick, it's probably about a month ago. This is I get this random message on uh <clears throat> on Facebook. It's like, uh, hey, I was looking on your page, yada yada yada. Uh, I'm an aspiring sugar mama. Yeah, I just wanted to know. If you were looking for somebody to yada, 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 yada. I don't really remember the messages. So pretty much she sent me a DM to like apply for her to be my sugar mama. I was just like, uh, I was like, oh, for real. She was like, she responds. Yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, thanks. Anyway, Shawty, I ain't really looking for no sugar mama right now, but good looking out though. But. I don't know what type of scams is going on, but if, if y'all if y'all on Facebook, I guess that's a new one. So she said, <laughs> "Either that tough, and I know people out here they need jobs, or they just running towards me." I mean, I, I probably the second one. But say the I second mean, one again, Tino. You broke up a little bit. Say the second one. I said it, it's either that I'm getting scammed, or I, you know what it could. I just I just think is that they just running towards me. Like they just. <laughs> They, just, they just can't resist. They're just running towards me. I think that's what it is. It it could be that. It could be that. Either that or she was like, hey, I know people out here in the pandemic, they need jobs. Let me be your sugar mama. Let me. There we go. She's just doing so good. She just wants to bless them on the people. I might hit her up for some ribs, though. See yeah, I don't, I don't think that's too much to ask. You know, if she's willing to, so. you know, sponsor you, I don't think ribs are too much to ask for. Y'all watch out for them scams on Facebook. <laughs> Tito and his sugar baba. As we get ready to transition over. I hear y'all comments for some reason. They're not all popping up to the thing where I can put them in the screen. But 
So forgive us for that. However, I do see them. But yeah, that's hilarious, Tino. As we get ready, said you actually responded. Yes, I actually responded. I said something funny. I can't. I got. I can't find the the uh, messages on Facebook. It was funny though. <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, that is hilarious. But yeah, as we get ready to transition on over to our other show, we have Family Matters season two. All right, Tino, I'm with you now. You could change your graphic now. Uh, you wanted to go to a different world so bad. We might as well just stay you here. You ain't supposed to hold grudges. TC said, I wish a sugar daddy would ask me. <laughs> just <laughs> make sure you respond. She said, I need one. <laughs> <laughs> just, make, just make sure you respond. <laughs> so, Tino, your sugar mama, you're going to have to ask her if she know, like, she got a sugar brother. So, if sugar got, mama got might have a sugar brother, then TC could have a sugar daddy. You know, yeah, you're right. They might have like a little brother. clan going on. Yeah, they, they might have a little, you know, the sugar cult. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, TC, we working on it. We we working on it. We working on it. All right, so. Yo, Bring me them ribs and I'll find you one, TC. <laughs> Tino trying to work a deal. So, you know, we'll see how that we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> um, Guys, but as we try and get ready to transition on over to Family Matters, we're in season two of family matter <laughs> she said <laughs> the sugar family and of course right at the most opportune time we have larry Trice come in and say don't encourage that please <laughs> with almost perfect timing so yes let us go ahead and transition <laughs> to season two of family matters y'all I, I, I told her Larry. i told her you just mm. If you don't believe Tino, rewind this um, back. You mm. could rewind it back for any evidence you need of the conversation that happened before this particular comment. Feel free to ri- rewind back. The, uh, I got influence. <laughs> feel free to rewind back the live stream to see what really happened. Anyhow, episode two of Family Matters, season two. <clears throat> oh, we, we really in the love and stuff this week, apparently. This one was called Torn Between Two lovers torn between two lovers this is basically rachel's date so now we're, that we're in season two we see jaleel white is now in the credits uh, for anybody we talked about last week how um they actually didn't plan to have steve urkel in family matters only on episode 12 he was only supposed to be in one episode that was episode 12 so actually mm-hmm. they did go back and add him into all those previous episodes because he was only supposed to be in one episode but he rocked it so as you can see go ahead tino were you safe yeah you probably had your refresher uh you know last week but this was mine everything seems so different like we see if a lot of distance different scenery uh we have little richie growing up i don't know yep. if it's the same kid or not i'm guessing it's not no because he's uh, way older <laughs> that's what i'm saying little richie grew up uh laura i don't know if she grew up or if they just made her look like she grew up because laura looked older okay to me at least I mean, she would be a year uh, older. Little Richie, for yeah. sure, because he's aged up like four years <laughs> in one yeah, season. He's walking, talking, drawing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so Laura grew cool. up, just different scenery, but it's cool. I, I liked it. Yeah, I like it too. And yeah, like, like Steve up. gets way more line. Like, Steve's like, yeah, he's like the main part of the show now. Mm-hmm. So, they made that transition. So, we talked about last week also how he was saying he walked into that audition because his, his, agent had kind of put him on the back burner at that point and 
he was pretty much going to get out of the game somewhat. And he walked in. They called him for that audition. And he walked in like, I'm never going to let them see Jaleel White. From the moment I walk in here, I'm going to be this Steve Urkel. And he must have walked in and rocked it. Because how you take yourself yeah. from being on one episode on the show to being the centerpiece of the show is that's remarkable. And especially to do that as a little kid. I don't know how right. they were at this point. But to do that as a little child um, is incredible to me. So Yeah. It's that personality of Steve Urkel. Like, that's a lot to, like, do that between, like, the walking, the talking, even when he dances, like, his facial expressions, like, everything. Like, that's that's just good acting. And it's weird because, like, when you have actors like that, it's like, 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 did he have any, we can talk about this later if you want, but, like, I wonder if he had, like, any other big shows or movies because off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I don't know anything off the top of my head either. If anybody's in the chat, let us know. Yeah. You put it in the chat, I, or if you're watching it later, put it in the comments. But I can't think of... I mean, yeah, and he would have been a kid. I mean, so what would he have really right. have been in at that see, time? Like, when you're like when you're that big on one show in that role, it's like... I think I cut off. It's like when you're that big on one show in like one role, it's like you can never live up to that on something else, it seems like, almost. Or you get pigeonholed. There's a few like big actors who like they're like literally like the Home Alone kid. I know he was in other shows, mm-hmm. but when you think of him, it's like Home Alone. Like and, even uh, and they pigeonhole you into that character. Even exactly. if you can pull off something else, no one ever sees you outside of that character exactly. because it was so iconic. I like, think Carlton, you know, Hugh Jackman from uh, he's Wolverine. Like really? he stopped. If you saw Logan, it's like the last show he was in. But they, the last movie he was in. But he gave up that role because everywhere he went, no matter how famous he was, no matter how many movies he was in, they always recognized him for Wolverine. He didn't like that because he's like, "Well, I did this movie, that, 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 oh. that. You know, give me credit for those movies, not just Wolverine, because that's not me." You know, and that was probably a smart move because yeah, I think a lot of times they lose roles because, like you said, they can't be seen out of outside of that and what i was gonna say fresh prince carlton you know he does mm-hmm. like dancing with the stars but i mean yep. he's a really good actor but i think at the same time he gets pigeonholed into oh this was carlton you know and we can't see him outside of yes. carlton it's like, just weird seeing them in something else yeah mm-hmm. so yeah that's a good point larry said to me he is the best child actor of all time yeah like tino said to play the whole role and to bring every element that that required it it yeah. props to him and to rock it that's what stands out to me like i said before to come in where you're supposed to be on one episode as a backup character not even as the main and the completely yeah that is props to him so yeah and i'm sure you know he's probably still getting residuals hopefully he had good contracts i'd be like hey i don't need any other shows if y'all want to hire me i think he's been on a few things after that, TC agrees mm-hmm. as well. But, um, yeah, he, he absolutely rocked that. And I think they said, oh, why they called him for the audition was he had braces. So it kind of fit the nerd the character. Nerd type. And he was like, they called me because I had braces. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And you came and added everything else that was needed to that. You see some great elements of Steve in this episode, Torn Between Two Lovers. In season two, we're now um, at Rachel's place a lot, which is the the new diner quote-unquote, that they added for season two after Steve burnt down the other guy, Leroy, I think was his name, after Steve yes. See, I didn't catch Leroy's. that. Oh, yeah, you weren't here last week. So last week... I But I did read that when I was looking up the episodes. 
Okay, yeah, he burned down Leroy's. Him and Laura were working at Leroy's. Rachel mm-hmm. wanted to make some extra money to help out. She was looking for a job. She couldn't find one. Um, they got jobs at Leroy's. Steve, of course, being Steve, burnt the place down. Leroy's like, I'm out of here. I'm headed to Florida. I'm gone. Rachel like, hey, can y'all help me purchase this place? And we end up with Rachel's place. So now season two spends a lot of time at Rachel's place. Rachel has a guy that she likes who was her loan officer. He come through with the flowers like, hey, baby, I want to go on a date with you. His name is Steve, Steve Webster. Well, there's another Steve on the show, and that Steve gets confused a little bit. Really? And I understand why he did get confused, because he begins to think Rachel's really into the Steve Webster guy. However, Steve Urkel thinks that Rachel has fallen in love with him, and that kind of opens up a bag of worms for some awkward moments. I can see why he thought that. Rachel does steal some young things, I think. She was, because Eddie had told him, you know somebody really like you, because none of them know it's Rachel that he talking about. You know somebody really like you when they doodle your name on paper. And because Rachel is Rachel, she, of course, is drawing hearts as a grown woman, business owner, at her thing, doodling Steve Webster's, but he she didn't put Webster name on the paper. I'm like, man, they be making Rachel, like, young, young in yeah, mind. Like- <laughs> She's, she's, then, I don't blame Steve. The, the way that she was hugging Steve, she was like, "Oh, Steve, oh," <laughs> and then she, she gets, "Oh, Steve, you're, oh, you're so nice. Thank you." I didn't think that but, part was that bad. It's the it was the intercom, so they got the intercom for Richie. So of course oh he God, overhears so on the intercom how she loves Steve and she's gonna ask Steve out on a date. You can't blame Steve because his name is Steve. <laughs> He don't see in his name on the paper with the hearts and stuff. So the hearts thing, yep, I got him. And the intercom thing, that really pushed it over the edge. T says you remember that episode. Yeah, that episode was pretty hilarious. So he thinks he's about to go on this date with Rachel. And he got a little dilemma because he's like 12. And she's like, that is the other thing I want to talk about. Yeah, here's the thing. So Steve is 28. Rachel's 35. Like TV people look mad old. Because I thought in my mind, at least in my mind, all the grown-ups were like in their in real life. No, I don't know how she was in real life. You said twenty-five and thirty-eight. Or twenty-eight 35. and thirty-five. So Steve in the show, Steve the date oh, Webster, got you, got you, got you. Yep, supposed yep. to be twenty-eight. I knew what Steve did. I confused the Steves. My bad. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's supposed to be thirty-five, and I'm like, man, TV people be looking mad old because I assume every all the parents and stuff on the show were in their forties. But the Steve Webster dude, the loan officer, he's in his 20s, which makes me way, 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 way older than him and older than her. I'm like, so how old are all these people on this show? Because that was another one of the issues. She was self-conscious that he was 28 and I think she was 35. So she's like the old, old lady. But I'm like, all right, so y'all not in y'all 40s. So Harriet, I wonder if how Harriet and Carl are supposed to be are all these like 30 year olds and they're like 38 or something it did make me question that Steve is not 28 unless he's the oldest 28 year old that dude was not 28 do you remember what he looked like yeah he yeah he wasn't yeah I I don't know I I don't know I, I don't know 28 if anybody saw it did Steve look 28 Steve Webster not Steve Urkel 
Maybe he cracked a little early. <laughs> she didn't want to be a sugar mama. She, <laughs> she, you're right. She did not want to be a sugar mama. She was like, I don't want to be a cougar. I think it's called. They didn't say that in the episode, but she's like, you know what funny. people say about older women and younger men. Yeah, see, it was funny because uh, she when they when they started dancing, he mentioned he was like, oh, if uh, oh, I can't believe you almost didn't show up because of our age difference. And then he was like, you can't be a day. old. I'm 28. You can't be a day over 30. He's like. Right. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute, but that's the other thing somebody I explained to me. Cause it always be cool for like the guy to be older and the lady to be younger. But it always be an issue if the lady is older and the guy is younger. Is that because guys mature more slowly? I'm just trying to figure out why there's a bit of a flipped standard there. You gotta go to the chat for that one. Yeah, if anybody knows, I always wonder that because you know it is. It's it's typically frowned upon if the uh, woman is older, but if the male is older, that's pretty much the standard and has been for a really long time. I'm just curious as to uh, yeah. not only on sitcoms in real life, though, because that's where the whole cougar thing, as TC was laughing at with me, kind of came from the uh, what's the male cougar? Is there a, <laughs> like is there even a term? It's just the ladies have it because it's kind of frowned upon. But I always wonder about that. Anyhow. Oh, is cougar a f- I don't know. Hmm. You never heard the term cougar? I have. I, I just thought that was a general term. I didn't know that was like a female term. Yeah, I've never heard it in reference to males. But maybe it has been. I don't know. Anybody in the chat or comments, feel free to let us know. But yeah, so Steve thinks he's about to go on this date with Rachel. It was so funny when he passed out. When she was trying to hug him. When she told him to come to the he played that part for sure right there when she no, was telling him yeah. to come to the diner. What was what was funny to me, and this is this is I think this was my favorite like scene okay. in all the I think this is my favorite scene out of all of the episodes so far. Like his just reactions to when when Rachel came in and then uh, I don't know okay. what she said to him, but he he, he said, huh? He was like, uh uh-uh. uh-uh. Yeah, it that's was, what it, 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 you can't I can't even explain it. It was just it was just so funny. He played that whole scene like perfectly. Like he's he is he's a really great actor because he played that yeah, to a T. But yeah, he gets there. He finds out that she wasn't into him. But I liked it. She didn't hurt his feelings. She didn't break his little ego. He came to the realization that he loved Laura, even though Rachel knew all along. She's like, oh, how will I ever go on? I mean, it was cool that she didn't break his little heart. Then her actual date showed up and they had their date or whatever. So. It was, it was, I thought it was. Cool. Steve was like, before we, before we end off, Steve was like, uh, you know, Rachel, maybe one day God will send you a man <laughs> in your arms. And then her date walks in. He said, God, you are good. That was funny. <laughs> that was cute. So yeah, I thought that was a really good episode. And yeah, there were some scenes where he just played it so well. So that was really yeah. funny. And then on we have well, anything else from that one? No, I think that's everything. Okay, cool. So we'll move on to episode three of season two. So we still in the different worlds about the dating and love and stuff. And looks like Family Matters is too. We had episode three, which was called Marriage 101. And we had a bit of two parallels. We have the class assignment with Steve and Laura. Yeah. Steve is ultra romantic over the top romantic 
you know, Steve and Laura. We'll get to their class assignment in a minute. But they're also paralleling this at the same time with Carl, who seems to be losing a bit of the romance in his marriage. And Harriet's like, man, really? What is what is happening, Carl? So he's she wants to be romantic and he just doing stuff. So as yeah. we so, go ahead, let's back up a little bit. So okay. the uh, when she's referring to the 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 assignment with Steve and Laura. So the class was assigned uh, a project where it was like husband and wife. So like the teacher said, write down three names and I'll choose who your partner is. And Steve, of course, of course, Steve wrote down Laura, and they actually happened to get paired up. Of course. You knew he so was going to write Laura over and over, though, right? I was sitting I was there thinking, say. like, I know he's going to write Laura for every entry. So, of course, Steve was happy, but Laura, on the other hand... <laughs> she wasn't feeling yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. She wasn't feeling it at all, but you knew they were going to get paired up. Right. And they did. And so, you find that in sitcoms, too. Uh, that class assignment where people either have to have an egg baby or they have to be married. So this particular one, Stephen, Laura oh. married. Her friend, I guess, got the guy that they all wanted, but Laura got Steve. So Steve is doing the most. He got her that giant giraffe. You see the giant heart thing. Like, he got on the world's greatest husband apron, waiting on her hand and foot while that's happening over there. And I thought it was cool. That was kind of, well, we seen him a little bit outside of that, but that was where the show kind of really put, we got to see Steve out in a environment outside of just like the Winslow's or at the Winslow's house. You got to see right. them at school in a school environment and how he interacts with other people besides at the diner when the bully was trying to beat him up. But so Steve is doing all this giving Laura because Laura is like his whole heart. Oh, Larry said, stop saying he's doing the most. Okay. I didn't even mean bad. Like he's doing the most, but <laughs> I don't have a summary word. Larry, He's doing... We already know that studio is a, 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 a Steve hater. I mean, I'm he, not a Steve hater. I loved what I love what Steve was doing. It's just a quick way for me to package it and describe it. So, like me saying, Steve was doing the most. Carl was doing nothing, in essence. So, uh, his wife wanted to go out on a date. He like, honey, there's a guy that got a bachelor party. Can I just go to the bachelor party? He think they gonna go out. To, I mean, she think they gonna go out to the movies one day. He like, honey, we gonna go to the hockey game poor lady got hit in the head with a <laughs> hockey puck like just there's no romance happening with Carl and they done been married a long time which is probably often normal after you're married for so long to yeah. uh you know and you know keep be you, you know it to, to keep to keep your flame the entire time I I hope that that is not the case. I mean, I'm sure you had to work at it. I hope it just after a while, people don't just fizzle, and then you just be like, "Hey, we're just here together with each other." You you just do what you do. That you would relight be, that fire, man. Yeah, I hope that you don't. But I do agree. You probably had to work at it more. It's yeah, probably right. easier in the beginning because people always say you be in that puppy love honeymoon stage, and then mm -hmm. you probably had to work for it more. He apparently was not working for it. At that stage in the relationship, he's just like, I'm trying to hang out with my boys and go yeah. see hockey. And he's oblivious to the fact that she's a little bit sad. And except for Richie, Richie was busting him out like, hey. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't mention that. in the doghouse. <laughs> I, love, I love the new Richie in both episodes. I, I, he's so funny. 
yeah, I don't remember liking him, but I actually liked him in this episode, so maybe I just don't remember him. Um, I put some comments up that Larry said, but I'm mostly ignoring them because y'all, I don't know why y'all think I hate Steve. I love Steve in this episode. Um, All right, you don't, you don't hate Steve, but you hate Steve's game. Let's say that when it comes to his, when it comes to Steve's game, with Laura, he is smooth, man. I don't even think it's game. I think he just loves her. Back and step, I think his love for her days, he's getting pictures. Steve just he just smooth, smooth operator. That was not smooth. That was not something nice you do to somebody you love. But I'll tell you toward the end of this episode why I do love Steve. And I was like, oh, I'm getting kind of sappy in these little cheesy sitcoms. I'm not supposed to feel all sappy in these little cheesy sitcoms. So as they we'll get to that part as they run through the episode. Um I'll make up another word. Steve is doing all things for Lore because he has loved her since the time he was, you know, I don't know, probably born the first time they met. And he's he's got all type of stuff for her. The scene kind of climaxes at the end where they had to, because for the class assignment, they have to give each other a grade. Laura's a little overwhelmed by Steve. Because there's a, you know, this was back in the day. In the Me Too era, this probably wouldn't play as well. Somebody constantly, you know, coming after you that you don't like. But this was, y'all got to think this was back into the uh, 90s. So, yeah. He likes her a whole bunch. He's doing everything he can. At the end of the assignment, she's frustrated. She's like, go home. I want a divorce. He (laughs) has, oh, I felt so bad for him. It was so sweet. Although it was a lot. He had a ring for her, and he went to give her this ring, and that ring was $800. I think they're in middle school still, and he gives her this $800 ring. She started going off on him like, Steve, this is fake, and you're doing all this, and this is fake. And I think her struggle is, I don't want to be mean to you, but I don't like you, and you keep coming after me. And he said one of the most epic lines I'm like, no, we shall not cry on this little cheesy sitcom. But he was like, it's like trying to touch a star. And he was like, you know, you can't get it, but you just have to keep reaching for it. And he's such a great actor. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Please stop talking, Steve. Oh, no, this is Laura. Go get him. I mean, he just, I did. I was like, this is a a lot. (laughs) Like, he has the lines, the lines of the lines. And I was like, oh, man. But he he sold it. Yeah, he did. Because he's like, well, hey. Oh, finally, I have... See, finally, the discrimination has stopped. I got a, a prop from Larry. He said, say it, studio. F- finally. But yeah, that was that was so touching because I felt so bad for him because you could see the depths to which he likes her because if you buy an $800 ring for someone in middle school and they're constantly rejecting you, which is the other thing. And then what made it so bad, he, he went. He she it. went off on him. That's what made it feel so bad because he was pouring out his whole heart. And she's like, go home. I want a divorce. You're the worst. I'm like. Yeah, that was messed up. Yeah, he a good one. He liked her because I ain't buying nobody no $800. And I, and especially, I, in school. <laughs> I was about to say, especially not in middle school. You got to think of how much they had to cost him being a middle schooler. TC said Steve had games for real. I think I did the math. Money back then was four, like 40% more wow. now. So that $800 ring was what, like 1200 or wow. That's probably bad math. It don't matter. 1400 something like that. Just I just heard over $1,000 in like from a yeah. middle school kid. 
See, look, I'm not the only one that was sappy. TC said Steve had game, and Larry said I do cry every time I hear it. Like, it was Steve. We got to seriously, yeah, give props to Steve because he knew how to pull off lines, roles, and pull you in. He is Amazingly, he could be so geeky and so goofy and then pull you in real emotionally super quick. Um, so props to him. TC made a good point. The thing that everybody missed was that Steve was paid in middle school. Steve was balling. He was, man. He was. And they said how he, he got the money. Was. Yeah, he was he was balling. I mean, he had that job, but didn't he say, what did he say? Oh, maybe he just said, I worked a couple summers to get the money or something like that. They said yeah. it. I can't remember an episode how he said he got the money, but yeah, he was paid. Faux show. But yeah, that was super touching. So that's kind of how their thing wrapped up. They went back to the school um, of course, he gives Laura an A because she, what do you say? She's the most perfect wife that could ever be. Even though she went off yeah. on, he just loved her so much. So sweet. Then Laura, she talked to her mom and she's like, man, cause she likes Steve it's her friend. And she like, Hey, maybe I was too hard on him. And she of course has a, um, coming to heart. I'm gonna, yeah. can we, how do we block people out the chat? Like Larry. Oh, I'm thinking we had like uh, someone. In oh chat no 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 no! I was just playing. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I was just playing. He said he was able to touch the hater studio. <laughs> Please don't block him. Please don't block him. One of our most faithful participants and watchers, him and TC. So yeah, that them was jokes, man. Them was jokes. But keep an eye on that chat just in case. I'm glad you're watching it. But yeah, um, yeah yeah. So they have they both give each other A's. It was it was super cute and yeah that was kind of that. And then we had. When Laura's talking to her mom about Steve, Carl's listening in, and he's like, oh, I need to step my game up, basically. I ain't, I ain't been doing a good job being, you know, the husband. So, you know, I'm going I'm to do a better job. I can't be outdone by Steve. I got I to gotta step up the game. So he buys the ring, as Tino told us earlier. And what was funny is Steve, Steve is smart. He sold it for more than what it was worth or what he paid for. <laughs> he said he talked him down to what was it like a thousand or something like that and it was actually laughing in the background because he doesn't know but we know <laughs> that's tino's fault larry he said terrible shame that's tino's fault i wasn't i wasn't gonna actually block you tina was gonna block you all the way just kidding we're not gonna block anybody <laughs> <laughs> we're all just we're all just playing we're just kidding Report. but yeah no, kidding. <laughs> it, it was cute the last funny thing unless you have something else tino before we get off of this was did y'all catch it was a really prominent glitch in shooting i don't know if the editor was super super um sleepy that day there were a couple glitches in the episode but the most prominent one to me in the edit when steve goes to walk out the door after the emotional scene they show Laura crying. Steve is still in the shop. Did you see that? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, he walks out the door and he's gone. And they go back to her. She has these tears in the back of Steve in his glasses. His over-the-shoulder shot. <laughs> he's still in the shot. I was like, yeah, I think the editor was sleepy that day. Because it was that. And <laughs> something else really, really funny that I can't recall right now was in the uh, was in the edit. That made me laugh. And yes, TC, Steve was a he serious... Was. Man. serious business man so anybody else have anything else before we jump out of this episode then we'll jump to the shoe corner and that'll be a wrap anybody in the chat tino you have anything else on that episode or any other episodes i think we're chilling I think we're chilling we're chilling we're chilling all right well with that if y'all have anything else feel free to throw it in the chat we can jump back to it but in the meantime while y'all do that we're gonna jump over to the shoe corner what we got this week 
Let's see who we got today in the shoe corner. I'm not even. I'm not gonna show you. I'm not. Studio, do you know the name of these shoes right here? Those are the dunks. Yes, I got one have, right out of twenty. <laughs> we have some Nike dunks. So these are these are Nike dunks. These are this colorway specifically is the vast gray. This is a grade school pair. But yeah, so these just released. I want to I want to say like a few days ago, probably about four days ago, five days ago, new release. So they do recycle those shoes for real. Because if you guys didn't catch that episode, I only know what those are because I have a pair from like 10 years ago, probably more mm -hmm. than 10 years ago. They're blue. They're dunks. I had them out whenever they put them out last time. Not yep. this time. So when I said your pair, I told you, uh, me and Studio talked about the pair she had. So they're actually re-releasing her pair. They were supposed to come out with these. There's like three other dunks that released during this this pair, like three days ago, five days ago, something like that. So, but your pair got pushed back to next week. So oh, the same okay. pair you got like ten years ago is re-releasing. Oh, they're gonna put them out now. Yeah, on like March 10th or something like that. That's crazy. But so yeah, it is. Somebody's doing I mean, easy work. They don't even have to redesign. They're just like, let's keep putting the shoes out some years later. Exactly. Because my shoes cool look because... just like that, except for they're blue. Because as a sneakerhead, when you make a shoe that long ago, like you can't wear something like that, or like they they're not just gonna sit on you know they don't have they don't have the pairs anymore. And if you were to buy them, you either have to pay high resale, and a lot of times they have you know, discoloration, the glue on them starts to melt, so you know it's easier to wear off. So that's why they just remake the shoe. They call it like they retro the shoe to bring oh, it in okay. to today. So it's pretty much like the new generation can have the shoes that were popular back in the day. Yeah, I learned the whole retro shoe thing from you. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, we'll do the normal thing. So, first, you can guess the price. Uh, these are grade school, but you can guess the price on men for these. Hold on. TC said, clean them shoes up and sell them. Sell them jokers, I think she was trying to say. Yeah, I showed her. They were like $500. I think. Did I tell you how much did I say they were when I looked them up? Uh, they were, oh, they were something crazy high. It was weirdly high. I can't remember though. I, those probably weren't real prices. I think when right. I looked them up, I they, no, they were so high. I don't think like, the price was was real. I think it was even higher than that. Like it was so high, I was like, "There's no way that's real." Right. Yeah. But I will tell you, uh, the new pairs come out. The new pairs coming out uh, in a week or so. They're going for like, looks like two fifty, three hundred right now. So it's not bad. Wow. Why? Let me tell y'all something. When I bought them shoes, you know why I had them. They were on clearance at Lady Foot Locker. Them dunks were on clearance at Lady Foot Locker. So they were cheap. And now they selling. See, the shoe the shoe industry be getting over. How you going to sell a shoe on clearance and then come back some years later and put the price up? Well, how much did you say? They're like 200 250 oh, 300 right now. Okay, so you did say two over 200 I just want to make sure you yeah. said something over 200 Like how you, those were probably less than 100 at that time. Less than. Uh -huh. Yeah, probably. Um, and now they want to sell them for over two hundred. The same exact shoe though, just later. That's that's fascinating. I'm trying to look over to my YouTube screen and this screen. All the comments oh, are yeah, coming yeah. in today for some reason, but I did see y'all when y'all say y'all miss my. Y'all gotta go back and look at my little tidbit of the um, editing. Y'all know I'm an editor, so I catch some stuff like that. But y'all gotta go back and look at the little clue I gave about the edit with Steve in the shot with Laura. You'll see it is real prominent. But yeah, that's the only reason I'm not putting some of y'all comments up. I'm having to look at them on the other screen. But yeah, good point, TC people. Buy them. 
Wow. Yeah, that is true. Sneakerheads will buy what they like. So but seventeen said, seven. Huh? I like the blue actually better Wait, than we the ain't gray. Here yet. Hold you on. asked me a couple minutes ago. Oh, I first, what do you think? No, I was gonna ask you what do you think the price of these are? We'll do we'll do men's sizing. So you just told me two fifty to three. No, that's resale. Oh. That's not retail. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think retail of this shoe is? Men. 190. So it's not. So dunks. Oh, come on. Actually $125 retail. Wow, and resale and is... Low tops are actually like... The low top dunks are actually... Let me get a pair of low top. The low top dunks are actually $100 retail. I See, I was going to say something like that, but you gave me such a high price on that price you just gave me, the two to 300 that threw me off. Yeah, that was just... That's just the retail, the retail price of them. Resale yeah the resale price of them the retail price are $100 for men like these, oh, I like that color yeah this like is another pair like that released along with this and two, another pair released as well but this is the low top dunk so this in men's sizing is $100 retail grade school I think these were 90 bucks, 75 bucks. oh yeah see that's like more that. that's more normal like, yeah that's because outrageous. it's a lot cheaper to make these shoes it's a very simple shoe lightweight it's, it, it's just cheaper which I guess that's not really a factor because Jordan, like Jordans, are like ten dollars, five dollars to make anyway. So they're they're they have insane margins to begin with. Hopefully they're <laughs> not making them in sweatshops. They're probably not. <laughs> not a, I wouldn't think they, Nike would. But uh, I think when I got no. mine, mine were probably like sixty-five bucks or something like that, sixty bucks or something because they were on clearance. I think these are definitely made in sweatshops. They get paid like nothing. Oh, but oh that's horrible. <laughs> that's story for another time. You want to support such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you rate these? So the colorway, I don't know if you can see, it's literally just gray. It's white. gray, seven. I was almost seven? leaning to a six because the gray is kind of bland, but gray, I mean, it's cool. I like the shoe. I like the dunk shoe. Really? But, but like, I, I like that other color wave. The, like that other color you gave me a minute ago, I like that color way better. Like the gray is kind of bland. I think the last shoe you rated a seven, you see me just like maneuvering around my room for shoes. There's like, a hundred pairs in here, so. <laughs> but I think the last pair you rated a seven were these right here. And so I'm gonna keep pushing those back. Every time I need see a new shoe, it makes me want to push those back. I like those less every time I see a new one. Yeah, see that's insane. So you're, you know your rating, your rating is kind of so like if you had to choose for these two, which I'm you, frozen at. These yeah, two, what what frozen. would you prefer? The gray ones by far. The gray ones. So I push those back to like five. Family. Yeah. Five. Now that I'm starting to see shoes every week, like when you asked me about that, I had only seen one shoe. Right. Now that I see compared to some, those would be like five for me. Okay, fair enough. Because like even the dunks, even the gray dunks are probably between six and seven to me. I like the ones with color a little more. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, how it goes with shoes, like it's it's just with anything, streetwear, fashion, trends. Like what's old is now new. So like dunks were popular back in the day. Then they died down to for a minute, but now they're popping again to where like any dunk that releases, like it's just instant resale blows up and everybody wants them. So we're at that point now where dunks are really popular again. So like that's why any pair that really comes out, they're just gonna keep selling out. So maybe you and TC can trade some ribs and shoes. I'll be I, if she bring, I, I will be down. Trust me, I need some ribs, man. Can, bring me a couple slabs. Y'all can swap, because you seem to have new shoes every week on here. Maybe, you know, she finds some nice shoes that she likes, and y'all can work out a shoe rib exchange or something like that. Maybe that's that might be closer to getting you a deal. T 
TC, I'm down. Hit my line. I'm just saying that that might be closer than what you was trying at first. You know, I can't guarantee that that's going to work, but that might be a foot in the door, maybe, to get you some reels. Right. I, don't, I don't know. Fine by me. <laughs> but, yeah, like we said, as always, we thank you guys for joining us. We want to invite you to like, share, subscribe. Subscribe to the Fire One channel if you're not already subscribed because not only do we do the podcast, I don't know if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, but if you're not on YouTube, not only do we have the podcast on the Fire One channel, we also have a lot of sketch comedy and different things like that, different types of clean entertainment things. So subscribe to that channel so you can keep up with it. And if you wonder... You watch on Facebook and the thing kind of disappears sometimes. It just goes over to www.youtube.com forward slash Fire One Productions. So you could always catch the replays on there. You can find out what, what the conversation was with TC and Tino with the Sugar Mamas before, you know, <laughs> the early, you can hear what the early parts of the Sugar Mama conversation <laughs> was. If you're catching us on the go, we're everywhere podcasts are found, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, we're on all those platforms as well. So if you don't have time to catch the live stream, or the replay or you don't want to watch the video you can catch us on the go listen at work or whatever but yeah thank you thank you thank you tino you had a once yeah. for next week yeah so with that being said guys we have not talked about it all freaking episodes hook facts so oh, hook facts hook today. oh boy uh next week we'll be on episodes four and five of family matters which you can catch on hulu which yeah, 89.99% of you guys have. I think that's just a fact. And about that Hulu thing, I actually, my Hulu subscription expired. Someone ain't paid the bill, I guess. Oh, okay. I ain't going to say who <coughs> that, but. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, someone ain't paid the bill, so I had Your to watch dad it on jumps some on here. I'm not throwing shade at, at you, Tino's dad. Tino's throwing shade at you, not me. <laughs> The, the views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent all the views of the podcast, even though it's by the podcaster people. No, we are united front. What I think she thinks. But, that ain't so what I you to said when we were talking about Urkel. I had to watch it on some illegal site. Oh, wait, what? Non-illegal site. Hood facts. There we go. Hood and then, uh, but yeah, so you can catch that on episodes four and five on Hulu uh, next week. Because we're we, also uh, be catching Tino wasn't 13, a part of 14. the 89.99% hood facts that have spread. <laughs> also, <didn't mention. laughs> and then episodes 13 and 14 of A Different World, which you can catch on Amazon Prime. And we already know at this point, 99.99.999% wow. wow. of people watching this have Amazon Prime. So you all can catch it. It's quarantine. Everybody's inside. Everyone has Amazon. Everyone has Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime Video, Therefore, you can watch a different world. And we'll catch y'all next week with both of those. All right, y'all. So thank you, Tino, for all the extra stuff, too. And got to have hood facts in there. We know we were a little long today. So we thank you guys for hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed it because we did enjoy it. And with that, unless you have something else, Tino, we will see them next week. I think we're chilling. Right. Deuces. Peace.